the smart one. Hi, I'm the pretty one. Hi, I'm the the angry one. We may not. I'm the angry one. What the fuck? Hi, everyone. I'm Ben Rosenthal, the man formerly known as Mr. E. Uh, I'm joined by many co-hosts here on Hack the Dino, the gaming cast, which is what... Don't worry about Floppy. He walked into a door. Uh, we are here to bring you all the gaming news, previews, and other words that I can't think of because I'm a bit flummoxed uh, here at the Hack the... Floppy, how are you going? Um, I see three of you. Brayden, how are you today? Hi, I'm good, Ben. Good, good. Quick, save us. We're quickly drowning in a sea of our own words. Have you been uh, listening to any podcasts and any podcasts oh, recently? Boy, have I been listening to some podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between, Dungeons and Daddies is possibly the greatest podcast out there that isn't ours. Um, you should <laughs> all go and listen to it right now. The first season just wrapped. Um, it is... Four dads travel to the Forgotten Realms to, in order to save their kidnapped sons. It uh, goes for 69 episodes, and uh, it, it's a damn good time. You, you should all... Brandon, what have you got to say about Dungeons and Daddies? I've got so much to say about Dungeons and Daddies, it can't fit in a two-hour-long podcast. Ben, where can people find this podcast? They can find it over at hackthedino.com, or head on over to twitch.tv backslash hackthedino, where you may be watching it live right now. Or head over and watch the VOD, which is a video on demand. Oh, look at us, we're all cybery. Cybertechy. Not That means a very different thing for teenage Ben. Uh... YouTube.com backslash hack the dino. Or if you don't like our faces, not a problem. You can head on over to Spotify or iTunes or any of those podcast things. Be sure to leave a review and comment and all that sort of stuff because it helps with the algorithm. It helps us lasso it and ride it into the sunset like a good cowboy. Hey, Floppy. Yeah, mate. What, what's happening? What's, what's new <laughs> with you? What's, what's going uh, on? I have been playing... Oh, really? Metroid. Dread? Metroid Dread. Oh, good. Metroid Dread. So I have uh, I've dabbled in a Metroid game here or there on the part in the past. You know, I I think I actually own pretty much every Metroid game <laughs> just from collecting. And have you played any of them? Uh Super Metroid, I have. Okay, so that's the one I played a little bit of, and I was like, man, this is hard. Um, I should get back to this one day. And I played a little bit of uh, there was one that was on the 3DS or DS. Yep. Uh, but I've been playing Metroid Dread on the Switch. This thing is fucking cool, man. Yeah. Like, I cannot put this shit down. I uh, I think I'm about halfway through. Uh, I had a chat to Anto before, and he's like, told him where I'm up to. I'm up to, like, the big anus-looking underwater monster. Uh, I can't remember the name. I give them my own names. Karen. Yep. Uh, and I reckon I'm about halfway through. This thing is so good, man. Like, there are so many different gadgets, upgrades, but they introduce them... Uh, really well spaced out and they and every time you get a new upgrade you have to use it straight away uh, like a number of times so it teaches you how to use it as well you don't just get, feel like they just throw information at you and then you forget it mm -hmm. does that make sense yep. the levels are great like I never really have been a huge fan of having to like go back and revisit areas that's one of the which main is, reasons I don't play a lot of Metroid games right and it's the main reasons apart from the difficulty level I don't get into things like Dark Souls and stuff like that I love doing it in this because I've actually... I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because it's kind of gimmicky with the different doors that you can get into. And I remember being in those areas and then going back to them is actually quite like fulfilling. Um, yeah, I'm really digging it, man. It's really smooth. It's fast-paced. I don't feel like it takes ages to get across the map and then have to go back the other way and go you know for ages again. You move the traversals real quick and you open up... Um, like shortcuts every time that you get a sort of a, a new weapon or a new ability in your suit. Yeah, it's just, it's really cool. I dig it. Are you going to play it? I'm undecided. Like, I've got so many games I have to play and I've been playing more than usual lately. Um, but I don't know because, I mean, uh, social media guru, Anto, I was talking to him about it on launch day mm -hmm. because I was obviously getting the Switch OLED and I was contemplating yep. as to whether I get uh, Metroid Dread as well. Knowing that, yeah, I've played Super Metroid and that's about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I want to invest like sort of $70 in getting the game and not playing it at this point in time. I mean, fair. I was kind of thinking the same, but I picked it up knowing that if I didn't actually like it, I can just return it. Um, and I'm hooked on it, man. Like, it is so good. It looks so pretty too. Like, the colors, the map, everything. Did you just... play Hades? No, no. I played a little bit of Hades, but... That was the last game that I was hooked on. Yeah, see, I couldn't really get into that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I love Metroid. I'm going to play this to death. I think 
Um, what's the equivalent on Nintendo of 100%ing something? Um, I don't know, getting your money's worth. <laughs> I think I've definitely done that. Uh, yeah, I'm about, I think, four and a half hours in. I reckon it's probably, probably about an eight to nine hour game. Probably 12 for me because I take longer to play things. That's good though, because long game, you don't need 60 hour epics. No, nah, I don't. Who's I'm all about the 10 to 12 hour games this, this year. Nintendo know their market. Kids and old people. Yeah. <laughs> None of this serious game of stuff. Kids and old people. Look how pretty it is though. And I do love like the color coordination on the map of all the different I've got to say, doors. watching this footage now. So the last footage that I saw was, well, I remember being cognitive of, oh, cogs, cog, cog, uh, that word. Do you want to try and get that one out again? No, or? I don't. Okay. I don't. Uh, I remember looking specifically at the graphics during that launch trailer. Yeah. Where it looked, it looked like a blown up 2DS game. Yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't though, does it? Not at the moment. Has that been substantiated with uh, your playthrough? Does it look a lot better than a 2DS? Oh, it looks heaps better, man. Like it's smooth as and like there's a nice lighting, nice shades. It just pop, colors that pop, really cool textures. Yeah, I dig it. Put me off a bit about it is I, I don't like stress and anxiety. I like don't like timed events or stress and anxiety. And the fact you have these freaking robots chasing you? They're only in very small isolated areas though. Right. They don't follow you through the whole map. There is this area that you're in is an EMMI or ME uh, area. There are specific doors they can't pass through. Right. So you can get to safety. Uh, you can you eventually develop a, a way of uh, destroying them as well and avoiding them, which is good. Uh, but yeah, I don't find it too bad. Well, I don't find it bad at all because they are isolated. Right. Now, you will have to get past them in that area, but they're not going to follow you through the whole thing. So once you get out of that area, you can catch your breath. It's one of the things... It's like almost an escort mission. I hate escort missions in games. Like, I don't want to feel that time pressure because my games, I like exploring and yeah. taking things at my own pace. Yep. Uh, and as soon as you introduce like a villain that's chasing you down or you, you have to escort someone to here or even like a time challenge, it's just a big eh. Yeah, so I don't enjoy those either. Uh, which is why I it doesn't bother me this because it's not an escort mission. You're not there's no timed areas that I've come across uh, that I'm aware of, um, and the uh, the robot ones that chase you down, isolated, so you can get away from them and, and then rethink what you're going to do, adjust your strategy, whatever. Like you're not pressured all the time, right? You're actually pressured for very little. So it's of just it. little segments. Yeah, absolutely. It's now, essentially a uh, an area on the map that is uh, cut off by specific doors that they can't go through. Okay, and is there like levels or is it one big area that you can only have access to like it's gated areas so there are gated areas because you get through say an area to catch an elevator or a teleporter or uh you know uh, a rail machine like a rail train thing to a different area on the giant map mm -hmm. but then you will go back and forth to achieve different things and get different abilities and upgrades but i've never been left wondering where i should go okay it's always been quite clear Okay, so the level design's pretty... Really good, really intuitive, and the map is really easy to use. Zoom in, zoom out, and see the areas that you have and haven't been. Right. And see the different doors that you haven't haven't, haven't, haven't unlocked because they're all color-coded. Now, this is part five of the Metroid storyline. Uh, look, when it gets to that point, I don't know. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask because you don't know any of the lore leading up to this, do you? Correct, but it gave me a nice little intro at the beginning, so I understood enough to be able to get into what I was doing. Okay, so, yeah... You, you didn't feel like you were missing out on anything? No, not at all. They've done enough in the intro to explain what was what had happened previously, mm -hmm. I imagine. Anto would probably be someone to ask more about that. Um, and I'm, yeah, I'm enjoying the story, and it's actually made me interested in going back and playing the other ones. That was going to be my next question. Because yeah. you've got that on your SNES Mini. Yeah. Actually, you've got, I've got the original the cart. I've, yeah, I've got the original cart. I've also got it on the online thing for, for Nintendo and all sorts. Oh, yeah, we're going to be talking about that. All right, so recommended? Uh, highly, highly recommended. Absolutely. I think mm. it's great fun. I'm, I'm sort of tempted. I'm you sort of be. really tempted. Um, cause again, it's a Nintendo property and, um, yeah, that, uh, I've been playing a couple of games, which is highly irregular. Um, <laughs> Pokemon Go doesn't count. <laughs> that's every day. Uh, first one, I backed a project a while ago called, it wasn't called this at the start, but Rainbow Billy. Uh, now it started off as like a... They described it as a Pokemon-like, but based on friendship. Uh, so you don't actually get characters to fight each other. You have discussions, <laughs> and the discussion tree you make uh, either fuels their anger or takes it away, and you befriend them. Uh, but yeah, basically, cartoon world, 
big old bad escapes and makes it all grayscale and then you have to travel to islands and restore color to the world by uh, befriending people. This is very similar to De Blob. Yeah, yeah, but it's not a action platform. There are platforming bits, but you know more about that later. Uh, it's like, yeah, think of it as a Pokemon RPG type puzzle game. Okay. So you go around, to, I think there's 60 odd islands and you have to befriend all the inhabitants on there who have all been sort of, um, they have anxieties uh, that have boiled to the surface. Like you have one who, who thinks everyone hates them. Yeah, right. So you have this dialogue tree, choice of dialogue tree, and you have to try and uh, assure them that you understand where they're coming from and sort of like let their guard down. And then when you let their guard down, you have different puzzles that you have to work out in order to try and win them over. So the first couple are sort of like almost, well, they're button combinations. Like you go A, A, X, A. Let their guard down and win them over. It doesn't sound too good, actually. No, like no, no, no. But you know, you like get their guard down. But you so want to be, can... get them to trust you. Yes, yeah, yeah. Earn, earn their trust. It's very wholesome. It's a very yeah. wholesome. Earn their trust. Wholesome game. Yeah, that's uh, cool. And then if they, you know, earn their trust, they they come with you on their journey, and they um, then you can swap out sort of each of the uh, the friends that you have in order to go up and try and uh, take on the other people. So is it kind of aimed at? Uh, Making people or helping people be more aware of people with anxiety, depression, things like that? Uh, I think it, it highlights them. Mm, um, cool. From reviews that I've read, which scored it very, very highly, uh, it, it's sort of later on in the game without giving away too much because I haven't played much of it. I've only played probably yeah. two hours of it. Uh, it delves into Billy's backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what I've read, that uh, it, it's an issue that's handled very, very well in this way. Uh, but it's been getting a lot of good reviews. It's a very simple game. Um, it, it's uh, easy to understand, easy to follow. It's fun. It's wholesome. It, it's made well. There's very little glitches uh, in there. And not bad for something I backed on Kickstarter four, five years ago, four oh, years ago. Far out. Yeah. So it's been sitting there waiting. And what's more, I got an email saying, uh, oh, it's all released. You should all have your digital codes. And I went, oh, where's mine? So I had to email them and go, uh, sorry, folks, Oopsies. I haven't got my digital code. And anyway, they sent it to me without... What, uh, out of curiosity, what did it cost you to, to pledge? Oh, look, I can't even remember. I would have been 15, 20 bucks Australian. Uh, so well worth it, you'd say. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit more than that now, obviously, because they got picked up by studios and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. When I backed it, there was just a small indie, indie project, which meant they got to expand the game, which is why it took so long. Um, I think they also had some issues because uh, everything looked very reminiscent of a certain mouse. Um, so they had to, <laughs> had to change some things there. Whoopsies. I think uh, I think it was called Steamboat Billy when it first came out. Oh, okay. That's stepping on some toes. So that's why it got changed to Rainbow Billy. And it was black and white throughout the whole game. So they had to very quickly... It's almost cup heady. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That same similar style. I like that. That's good. But yeah, this is available now, I think, on PlayStation and definitely Switch because that's where I'm playing it. Uh, maybe Xbox. Maybe not Xbox, actually. Okay. Uh, but definitely, if, if you think it's... I don't know how much it is, though. Sorry. Speaking um, of Switch, I've got a game for you when we get to deals. Oh, all right. Oh, oh, good. I like that. Last time you made me download that NBA game. Oh, have you played it? I Well, I was until it got to all the microtransactions. I'm like, Just don't do them. Yeah. No, I've played it a little bit, but I've been playing other games like Pokemon Sword and Shield. So, uh, time for me to uh, admit something. What's that? Uh, you like Pokemon? Get no, out of town. I know, right? Uh, no, I, uh, I've i never seen Community, what? the TV show. Oh, really? Yeah. That'd be right up your alley. I know, you? considering I really love Dan Harmon and everything that he creates. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I started watching it and yeah, it's fantastic and I love it. Uh, um, Troy and Arbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arbed especially. Morning. Join uh, up it in the morning. That's uh, yeah, fantastic show. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. While I'm watching that, I've been playing Pokemon Sword and Shield, but just the uh, expansion area where you do the the den hunting. Uh, okay. So you go online with four mm-hmm. other people and make your way through four Pokemon to a, a large one. Just because the uh, shiny ratio is down to about I think about twenty five percent, you get a twenty five percent chance of it being a shiny as opposed to five. Uh, what is it? One in 5,000 chance? I was just saying that. 25% is heaps good. Oh, uh, no. Maybe it's 5%. Sorry. 5%. Uh, so 5, 5% chance. Um, yeah. So I've just... Because it doesn't really need a lot of brains to do that bit. You just sit there going... Bup, 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 bup. I've just been playing that while watching Community. <laughs> Here on my OLED going... Yep, yep, I was yep. waiting for you to say... Because you have to play with four players. I've been playing with Troy and Arbed. <laughs> yeah. Other yeah. members of the Community TV they're, show. They're not doing anything at the moment. Um... So yeah, that, that's been a lot of fun. Haven't got any shinies yet. A bit disappointed in that. 
the old shiny grind, but it has reinvigorated me for the upcoming Diamond and Pearl games, which are out in less than a month. That's what, November 19th. 19th, yeah. Ooh, you know close. that date that I called it when they said they were coming? And I said it'll be November 19th. Every chance to plug himself. Yeah, well, you know, I've got tales for that. And last but not least, we've all been playing the latest Fortnite Mares. Now, for those yeah. of you who don't know, October, uh, Fortnite each year brings about Fortnite Mares, which is a spooky thing that happens to the island. Uh, play some duos with Floppy, some with Anto, our social media guru. Uh, you know, we've won some duos matches thanks to uh, moi. Uh, but yeah, it's a fun time. It is a fun time. You, you've got uh, giant uh, monstrosities walking around the map now. There they are, and you have to take them on. And what's more, they're they're invisible. So you'll just hear like this... And if they get close to you, they suck you into this alternate area and you have to fight them. Yeah, we came across one of them the other night. And we took it down. It was um, a pretty shit time, though. I hated it. <laughs> it was terrifying. Um, and then we were playing a game, and we didn't even realize that we won. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> just Floppy won. was healing up, and I saw someone in the tower. I went, oh, I'll get him. Boom, healing boom, 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 boom. up. And then I went... He- I was hiding. <laughs> Where are you? I thought you were healing up. Nah, fuck that. I was hiding under <laughs> the giant tower while you were fighting all the bad guys. So, yeah, I took that guy out, and I went, oh, I'm going to go get him. And as I was going up, their duo partner was also going up there to res him. So I'm like, oh, cool, I'll try and knock this guy out. I went, boom, and they panicked and ran. So I'm, like, oh, I'm chasing them down. So I'm just running after him with my shotgun, bang, 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 and got them. And then I didn't realize that were the last two when we won. Hey. I was getting ready to die and go for another mission. <laughs> so that, that's what I've been playing lately. Braden, you haven't been playing anything, have you? Not at all. I'm just trying to get through uni. I, like, I like his note in this run sheet. is literally nothing. Just skip me, move on to the next bit. So the next bit, <laughs> Perfect. speaking of uh, next bits, oh, uh, Tom Holland. Yeah. He's in a movie called Uncharted. He's in an Uncharted film. Uh, the trailer dropped earlier today as we record this. Now, have we all seen this trailer? I have seen it once quickly. Okay, so I am not an Uncharted fan. Mm-hmm. I'm not an Uncharted guy. I don't eat, I, I think I've Are you played, against it or you just not never I've, played it? I've played maybe the first game and I remember playing the first game and thinking, man, I wish this was Indiana Jones. <laughs> essentially Sweet. is. So you played the worst one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I had no desire to actually go for it. So as fa- Braden, you've played a bit of these, haven't you? Yes, I certainly have. What um, do you think of the trailer? I think it is fine. It's fine. It's it's nothing amazing. It it could not have the name Uncharted on it, and it would just be a generic another adventure movie. Yeah, that's that's where I was with it. Yeah, like I, it's also weird because it's like it's Uncharted, and they're kind of just they're gonna just cherry pick moments from all games, like literally, like lit- like so they've taken. They've taken his, uh, like stuff about his brother from the fourth game. They've taken the plane sequence from the third game. There, there's the one from no second game. Third yeah, game. The, ch- the chick from the second third game. game is, and yeah. then the like she st- stuck around a bit, but like you got his family ring in there from yeah, the, all of them. You got like it, they've really just cherry picked about the whole thing, and it's like okay, okay, it's fine. Well, it's been in uh, development hell for years. Oh yeah, like they had to you know try and get something out mm. of it. Now that plane scene, mm. I've written in the notes here. I hate physics, and so does this trailer. <laughs> uh, the plane scene, when I, I didn't realise it was ripped off straight from the game. Yeah. And then when Tom Holland, we can see on the screen now, wakes up and he's uh, in that cargo trail and he flies back and then just does this hopping along to get back into the, um, the plane. Yeah. Uh, expletive warning. That's fucking bullshit. No, it's not. There's a burble of air behind the plane. Skydiver. So you, you can really jump up. Uh, into a plane a, like never, that? Never played a racing game with a slipstream? Yeah. No, I'm asking Skydiver, man. Uh, I've never tried to jump into the back of a plane, but there's a burble of, there is a burble of air behind it where yep. you're not getting blasted by the... Can you survive getting hit by a car? Uh, yeah, I got hit by a car. No, but up in the air. Oh, probably See? not going to hurt as much as See? getting more than... Not as much? Car. What? As getting hit on the ground? I don't know. Cars. Anyway... Yeah. Um, it's a film. <laughs> Floppy, what do you think? Ulrich, uh, Ulrich agrees with me. He's also a skydiver. Oh, okay, well there you go. Well, uh, I would. I reckon. Say, look, it, it maybe. I don't think it's beyond impossible. So you can really climb ladders up there. Oh, 
Yeah. Like, Look, what, what are we looking at? I mean, he's hanging on. To, he's hanging on to things. You can climb on things. You just got like a, a wind but in your here, face. But here in point. the game, it, that's that's all together. That's like a bridge. Yep. What we saw was like a rope bridge. Yeah. So look, possible. There's a purple there that goes around it, man. It means that there's going to be spaces there where you don't have 180k an hour wind in your face. Right. Okay, but because air flows over it, and okay, I get that. But does does the pocket that it's creating mm-hmm. make it so you can do this, do do this climbing rather easily? Probably, yeah. It would. I can climb onto onto a wing of a plane and hang onto it, and yeah. well, there's only one way to find out. Floppy. Sign up to our Patreon so we can send Floppy up into the sky. To climb Please do. I'd love to get back into the sky. Floppy is eighty five percent gremlin though, so that's true. <laughs> Just don't get him wet after midnight. It's the best time to... No, sorry. <laughs> you weren't expecting a close-up on that, were you? No! Uh, what do you, uh, just quickly, Floppy, what do you think of uh, of the Uncharted trailer? Yeah, pretty much the same thing as Braid, man. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's a good fun... It won't be the worst video game movie ever made. It won't be the best. It'll just be... It'll be cool, there. It'll be a fine movie. It'll be like the first Tomb Raider one. It'll be fine. It'll exist. It'll have... It'll Yeah, it'll exist. It won't do anything damage to the... Uh, to the to the series, it'll be fine. It'll... I don't think it's going to hinder the sales of any Uncharted copies. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's going to boost them either. But it's not. It's just going to be a movie. Oh, it just reminds me of the quote that Braden brought up that Tom Holland said that yeah. he he regretted. What was it, Braden? He regretted trying to look cool. He and regretted not act. trying yeah. to look cool because he forgot to act in scenes. <laughs> There were shots I love his where, honesty. Like I imagine it was that shot of like him coming out of the water, where like his shirt's like completely stuck to his muscled bod, and he, he's standing up, and he's looking all cool, and I bet in his head he goes, "Oh shit, I'm a character." Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Not a Calvin Klein model. That's yep. the other guy. Not anymore. No, he probably oh, Marky Mark. But having seen, I did think it was an odd choice of uh, ages that they went for the characters. Well, so like as they age, they can keep making the movies, right? I assume so. I, this thing ain't getting a sequel. <laughs> no? No, oh, I don't God, think so. No. I doubt it. No. Nah. They 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 went for the whole origin story thing mixed with just completely ignoring an origin story thing. I think this thing is uh it's not gonna not gonna be uh no one's gonna be begging for a second one. Tomb Raider got a sequel. Uh just saying Tomb Raider was Ulrich's coming with the physics behind it. Okay. Uh, on top of the crates, the wind is probably about one-fifth of the aircraft speed. The airspeed of the aircraft is going to be massively reduced because of the drag of the containers. So how fast does an airplane fly through the oh, air? Oh, man, how fast does a car drive? Depends on the car. 88 miles per hour. Yes, done. Okay. Any faster than that, you go back in time. Or forward. Um, so, uh, speaking of going back in time, <laughs> Resident Evil 4 VR has been released. Yeah. Uh... Now, I somehow missed this until the whole run sheet. Really? You yeah, I don't know how. I We've no covered idea how it I've on the show. I don't watch what we're doing. Fuck. We, we had a discussion. I was high. Did we? Yeah. All right, maybe. <laughs> anyway, maybe I forgot. I always have a terrible memory. It's being released very, very shortly. Uh, what hasn't been released is that Capcom has, uh, in making this remake... Uh, They've censored and removed content for a modern audience. Uh, so some of the things that they've altered, you can no longer look up Ashley's skirt at certain points, of course. Uh, in, in the first one, you could look up as she was climbing up the stairs and she'd call you a pervert, rightly so. Uh, there's a line about going back to Leon's room for some overtime, overtime. in quotation marks, and that's been removed. Good. Uh, so these types of things haven't been publicized, so there will clearly be more coming that they've changed. Uh, but the internet being the internet, I can guarantee that there's going to be outrage. Oh, of course there will, because you've changed stuff. Uh, so my question is, will that distract from the game and should remakes do this sort of thing or should they be straight down the line, straight remakes, change nothing? Uh, my simpleton take is um, that Leon is the hero in this situation of the game. He's the antagonist, uh, protagonist. Uh, by having your hero do horrible things like, you know, uh, take advantage of, of underage girls, uh, it's letting the player know that this kind of thing is okay. So objectifying women and whatnot. If that hero does it who I'm playing at the moment, then it's okay for me to do it because the hero does it. Mm. Uh, so taking it out removes that temptation, I think, in a very, very simplistic and basic standing. I think basically it's a, it was a product of its time. Uh, that time is not now. If right. you can take things like that out or tweak them without changing the you know the, the overall game, which if it's just those sorts of things, then it's not going to change the gameplay. It's not going to change the story. But I mean, even if you do, look at uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. 
Spoilers, they change a shit ton. <laughs> yeah. So they did, that was a rebuild, not a that was a full remake. This isn't a, this is This is a VR remake. It's a it's a remake, but it's the same story, right? With the same characters and it looks the same. Yes. But we didn't know that but about we didn't Final know. Fantasy Seven. No, no, we didn't. So look, yeah, absolutely. If you got the opportunity to write some we'll call them wrongs of the generation, go for it. Course correct. Course correct. Good yeah. word. So look, it's not gonna impact the story, it's not gonna impact the game. People will complain because people are people. And people will always complain about something. If you don't change things, they'll complain. If you do change things, they'll complain. If you change some, but not all, they'll complain. Someone will complain. Uh, Brayden. Yo. What are your thoughts on remakes changing stuff? Um, when it's for actually making things uh, not incredibly problematic and creepy and gross and disgusting. And um, yeah, I'm all for it. Yay! Um, if yeah. anything, I, I, I really, really hope that what they should have done is um, if someone attempts to do that in the VR version mm-hmm. um, and be an absolute gross pervert, um, it should just be a flat-out jump scare and insta-death, and it corrupts your save file, and you don't get to play the game anymore. Better yet, like two little probes come out of your VR headset and go into your uh, lobes. I was really wondering where you were going for that for a second. I'm and like, are just, you going to make this gross? Of course not. When do I ever? All and it just lobotomizes you. Yep, here for it. Good. <laughs> Here for lobotomy. Speaking of lobotomies, there was an Animal Crossing. Animal direct. Crossing. <laughs> that was the best segue you've ever done. Uh, Sorry, that was the one good segue you've done. Brayden, yo, what did you think about the Animal Crossing direct? So I, I had zero thoughts going into this. Um, <laughs> I completely forgot. It was oh, like Nintendo. I oh. completely forgot it was Ooh. even coming out. Snap. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll I'll skip into it. I want to see what the cafe's like. And the cafe was about 30 to 40 seconds of this video. Do you know why? Because it does nothing. Yeah. You go in there, you it's drink a, a coffee for 200 bells, and then that's it. It's, it's a cafe. That's it. Um, so then I was like, oh, okay. Like, what's this other stuff that they're adding? And they're actually adding, like, a decent amount of stuff. Well, there was two lot. There was free DLC that we'll get. Yes. And then so a paid DLC. There's free DLC, which contains uh, the cafe. It contains, um, what's his face here? Cap'n. Yep. Uh, and with his what little sea the shanties. Heck is that guy? It's a turtle. He's, no, it's not. He's a frog. No, it's not. He's, he's a, a frog turtle. It's neither Kappa? of those things. Anto's correcting us, but we can't hear him. Um, and then there's also, like, you can do with all these other islands. You can make, like, a market island. Yep. And, like, and you can you can do... Uh, they're trying to put Wii Fit into it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not going to do... No one's going to do that. Yeah. You can do I, exercises I with I your animal friends. I thought that was friends. quite funny. Um, you can change the styles and stuff. They've added a heap of shit. Um, and then you get to sort of well, you can also part. change the front of your house, which is the one thing that got me excited because yeah. you can make your house like an imperial castle now. Yes, here it comes. It, it is here. You know, years from now, when they remake this, that's one of the things they're going to take out. Check it. <laughs> what the motion controls? Check it <laughs> out. The exercise. Yeah, yeah, look at that. You can have that as your house. It's pretty cool. Oh, I'm going to be doing it just for that. And then um, once it's done, I'm still not going to pay Tom ex- Nock off the loan. Expand oh, yeah. my storage. They've added um, uh, Study Valley. Yes, what? that's what? farming. Yeah, you can uh, now farm. What did you call it? Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Oh, thank you. Um, what did you think and, he said? And Something else like, that should have been taken out in the remake. That looks lovely. Uh, feature walls. They're giving you feature walls yeah. as well. Oh, um, I like feature walls. They're adding a lot of stuff, which is really, really like things that it should have had to begin Basic with. Basic inclines. <laughs> this, this, this one is uh, the, the one that I think is going to have the most impact. Selfie mode. Actually doing like proper photography things rather than just this really shitty basic thing they had to start with. Um, that'll People will have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, my daughter's going to go insane over that. Um, You're going to go insane over that. But then yeah. you get to the interesting part, which, oh, they've also added those little, those, these little guys. Gyroids. Ah, these, these little things, those ones, you know? Yep. It, it's an Animal Crossing thing. I completely forgot they existed until it popped up. They all we look could. like bongs. Yes, correct, they do. Um, but then uh, the paid DLC there, is you can go to work. and <laughs> Yay, you can pay to go to work! And so they've added Happy Home Paradise, which is... Uh, where's the title screen? Yeah. Um, Happy Home Paradise, which is a you go and work at a resort on an archipelago where there's a bunch of different islands with a bunch of different things, and you basically become a vacation home designer. But the best part about it is this little monkey who works there, and the well, um, the dugong who works there as well. Look at those two. They're the yeah, cutest I, things I, in the I world. have to agree with Braden there. The monkey is clearly the best part of this game. Yeah, it's uh, it's the best. Uh, but that's behind a paywall, so too bad, so sad. 
Uh, unless. Unless. Unless, Brayden. Oh, which we will get to. Skip to it. It's almost here. It's almost here. Yeah, anything else you want to say about it before I complete my segue? Um, I totally didn't care about it. And then as I was watching it, I found myself actually being like, hey, this actually looks pretty good. Um, it's, I mean, it's not a lot and it's not anything groundbreaking, but I think it will actually get people who dropped off Animal Crossing to at least pick it up again. I dropped off uh, and I will pick it up again because, again, I want that, uh, I want that house. I'm in I the didn't same drop boat. off, I threw it away. Yes, oh. we know. Oof. Too much Jumanji to play. Uh, but then they announced this part with the, obviously it's paid DLC it's quite yeah. expensive yeah out of nowhere they gave us the Nintendo Online Nintendo 64 and Sega pricing <laughs> like oh here it is by the way uh, we said we were going to get it to you it's part of this and they've added the DLC to the expansion uh, pricing so you can have the normal Nintendo Online pricing which you get the SNES mm-hmm. and the NES games then for an extra premium you get Nintendo 64 and Sega Master System or Genesis games mm-hmm. or Mega Drive I always get those mixed up Anto yep. Genesis same. what was that is that Mega Drive it's Mega Drive Genesis was called Genesis in America because they didn't have the rights to the words Mega Drive in the US there you go and they've always got to be different yeah US Stupid America. I mean, hi, America. You Don't we have American one, listeners? Uh, they're predominantly our audience. <laughs> uh, Whoops. Anyway, back to this. Pricing was revealed. Uh, it's basically double what you're paying now. Yeah. What are your thoughts on it being double the price and comparing it to sort of what Sony and Microsoft offer so for I the get similar pricing? NES games. Yep. I get SNES games. Yep. I get 64 games. Yep. And I get Genesis slash Mega Drive games. Correct. And you get to go online. And, and I get, get to go cloud online. Save. And I get cloud saves. Yep. Uh, with and Sony and DLC. Xbox, I get a couple of games a month. Which you get to keep. Yeah. And some of those are big first party games. Yeah, I'm totally cool with it. Yeah? Yeah, man. Do you think that's... So yeah. just to put it in perspective, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Brayden, mm-hmm. but I think the family package, you get eight slots or eight people who, mm-hmm. you, who are in your family, so it's just eight people. And I think that's about $117. That seems right. $117? So if eight people can get this all for 170 that's heaps good, man. Yeah. I mean, it's only a yearly fee. Um, yeah, I, like for a, for a PlayStation Plus, that's what, 80 bucks mm-hmm. For one person for a year. But PlayStation as well, you have, I don't know, voice chat. <laughs> I didn't True. Do what I you know what else yeah, we have? PGA Golf 2K21. And so, Mortal Kombat X and yeah. God of War. Yeah. And um, how many uh, Ocarina of Time? Yeah, but I've played that so a couple the new, of times. The new one for us here in good old Australia uh, is $110. $110, there you go. Yeah, I think it's totally worth it. I, I mean, I'm going to get it, but like, I don't get Nintendo's pricing. And I've said it numerous times in our Discord and in, uh, in shows as well. Ever since Iwata passed away, I just get the feeling, I don't know whether it's, you know, confirmation bias, but I just get the feeling Nintendo has just become a lot more consumer or anti-consumer with what they bring out. I think they've always been there. I just think that I think you're noticing it now. Really? Yeah. I just, I, I don't understand their decisions. Dude, they've always had like Amiibos. Yeah, but I mean, they were collector things. And that's the other thing as well. This shortage, the, the, this... You mean like Amiibos? Yeah. Exactly. So always, always Amiibos, the Amiibo cards, which they've had numerous printings of. Like, and it took how long before the initial print run, and then the secondary print run for those Amiibo cards? Oh. it was like nine months, yeah. almost a year. Probably. Like they, they just seem to shoot themselves in the feet whenever they can. Like they've got a guaranteed money maker, and they just refuse to look at the NES Mini, the SNES Mini when they first came out. Yeah. They had that run. Oh no, we run out. And of course, scalpers pick them up and they sell out instantly and then they bring them back and they're, they're sitting on the shelves because no one wants them anymore. The latest one is those uh, Nintendo 64 controllers. You had to get, you could, only, if, you could only have access to buying them if you were a Nintendo online uh, yeah. person, which I am. Which I think is better because then, I mean, ideally I'd love to just be no scalpers. Yeah. But I think that helps combat the scalpers. Yep. Yeah. Um, I... <sighs> I just, uh, all right, well, I lost my train of thought because I just noticed something. And the <laughs> thing I noticed was that Braden wasn't recording this episode, so we're going to have to pull it off Twitch. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-oh. <laughs> so the podcast is going up late, people. That's my bad. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, that was a very good dude from Family Guy. <laughs> 
The uh, Nintendo 64 controllers sold out within half an hour of being released. Thankfully, I got two. <laughs> so, so you got one for me. That's so no, nice no, I've got one for my collection and one to play with. Uh, you, you were able to buy a maximum of four. Four per person. And that's it. Uh, but again, they'll come back. They had... Yeah. Oh, see, I'm all flustered. They had the NES controllers and the Super Nintendo controllers. Mm-hmm. Once again, they bought them out. Sold out instantly. Scalpers, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. A year and a half later, they bought them back. And then they had to discount them because they had so many because no one wanted them anymore. Like, Nintendo just seems to be... I don't understand their logic. They don't have any logic. It's just like, here's the thing. Oh, it's popular. Okay, cool. There must be a reason, man. They're a smart company. They're not the what best, what is it, richest, highest profit earning company in the world for no reason. But I just don't understand. Like, no other company does that. No other company is just so, no, we're doing this. If you don't like it, too freaking bad. Like, go back to their history of, of having d- developers having to buy the full run of cards before they can uh, even put their game on there. Yeah, that's just... So if the game's a bomb, that developer's out of business. That's dirty business, that is. That's dirty business. Absolutely it is. Yeah. And that's why when they told Sony to bugger off when they were developing the PlayStation for them, and Sony went, all right, well, we're not playing with you again. So when the 64 came around, they couldn't have the sound chip that was in the Super Nintendo because who made that? Sony. Sony. Again, shooting themselves in the foot. And it might just be me, again, as we said, me just suddenly realizing this and, and it being confirmation bias, but my God, how are they still in business? They're good at what they do. Doesn't mean they're always nice about it. Well, I mean, there was even rumors coming out that Nintendo have gone, oh, we're not going to release physical cartridges anymore. Like the next generation. No, that's wasn't, it. That wasn't digital. Nintendo being rumors. That was dickheads on the internet. Well, all right, let's... They, go, the they, they say, oh, we might make a digital console as well as our physical console. The same thing that everyone else does. Mm. And then people went, what? Nintendo's not going to make digital console. Uh, only going to make digital games. Oh, this is disgusting. No, no, no. Calm down. Read the whole sentence. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I was getting a bit worked up. But what do you think about Nintendo's current business practices floppy on the oh, back of this? I think this? it's the same as everyone else's, mate. I don't think it's any, you know, it's no different to any other big business. See how worked up I got and floppy's just like, eh, whatever, it is what it is. Vote with is your wallet. I will buy what I want to buy. I won't pay for things I don't want to pay for. Yep. Braden, what do you think? Vote with your wallet. Yeah, yeah, I think people just vote, vote, with, vote with your wallet. If you like something, do it. If you want to support a business for the way they're acting, do it. If you don't, don't do it. Simple as that. Yeah. I like the way I'm the uh, hothead. <laughs> he's getting then, fat up. Now he wonders why he's the angry one. <laughs> no, look, I've been a big Nintendo fanboy for pretty much all my life. I think it burns you a little bit more because you love Nintendo. I do. I really you do. Love I love Nintendo. them. And I to love see them problems. doing something that might be considered unscrupulous. And the fact that I think my eyes have only just been open, say, in the past 18 months. Yeah. And it's because I'm like, what are you talking about, man? This is the same thing that every company does forever to, like, since the dawn of time. My friend Harry, uh, he's so dirty on Nintendo because he feels betrayed by them. Yeah. Uh, just because of their anti-consumerist practices. And he constantly barrages them. And, and before I was going, yeah, all right, that's just Harry being grumpy old shit, whatever. Uh, but no, then all of a sudden yeah. I started going, no, but I'm not grumpy about it. I'm confused. It's like, I'm just going, what? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? You, what you're doing makes no sense. Why would you do this? How are you still making money with that decision? Is my very concept of reality wrong? Is this not how society works? What about capitalism? Why doesn't anyone think about capitalism okay, anymore? What, what so about what about Tiny Tina's Wonderland? Tiny Tina, Tiny Tina, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Capitalism, it just doesn't work. I'll keep buying stuff. <laughs> so Tiny Tina's Wonderland. That's why it works. Had a trailer released today. Uh, players will have a number of customization options from the character's appearance to the game's multi-class system. Uh, the video that we are watching now on screen specifically highlights two of those classes that you can choose from. The Stabomancers. Stabomancers. <laughs> I love Tiny Tina stuff. And so the good. Berserkers. A Stabomancer has items such as a uh, knife that you can throw over long distance or go uh, into stealth mode using the... Ghost hand. Uh, ghost hand. So you have the ghost blade and the ghost hand. Watch out for those ghost hands. They'll get you. Uh, Berserkers, on the other hand, are all about brute force, ditching out major frost-infused melee attacks. E- attacks. They, they pay their tax over the yes, internet. Yes, they do their online tax return. So what is this? A first-person shooter, D&D looter shooter? Is that what we're calling it? Yeah, it checks out. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty excited about this because um, it's funny and I like D&D. 
Brayden, as our resident D&D expert, what do you think? Yeah, I, I, and, and when this was initially announced, I was like, okay, this is a little bit of fun for them. And like watching this right now, I'm actually like, okay, yeah, nah, like I actually really enjoyed, um, I think it was Borderlands 2 was the Borderlands. main one that I played. Yeah, Tiny Tina had the DLC. Yeah, and so I, I, I did enjoy that, the gameplay of it and everything, and this actually looks really fun. I, I, I like the look of it. My only thing is, like, I, I really liked the DLC from Borderlands 2. I was playing that with a, a group of mates. We all bought the DLC. We all played it. It was the first time I'd purposely bought, like, a specific DLC pack, not just, oh, I'll get a season pass because I might have cool things. I was like, that, D- that DLC looks awesome. Tiny Tina, awesome. I'm going to buy it. Bought it, loved it. My only concern is I don't know if I can handle an entire game of Tiny Tina because mm. she's Pretty a little full-on. over the top and very full on. Um, do you Ca- think careful 2K your 2K is showing Ooh. okay 2K just having like we've got three different editions you can spend stupid duper money on yay how very Ubisoft of them now um, the DLC yes do you think that's basically what this game's going to be uh, yeah because essentially what it was the DLC was you were playing or they were playing a, uh, a D&D campaign and you went into the campaign and were playing the campaign essentially right so I assume that this was going to be I haven't read anything that says that is or isn't what it is but I'm looking forward to it Stabbo Manza sounds like something like a class that Tiny Tina would come up with yeah sneaky knife daddy so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, knife to meet you I assume Tiny Tina will be the DM and narrating over it as you progress through that's how it was last time I mean that was that's what makes me concerned because she's very full on very, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tiny Tina's a lot Ashley Birch nails the character yeah to the point where Perfectly. it's kind of too much really Mm. Mm. Ben, I implore you after this Don't to get watch me wrong. a clip of what Tiny Tina sounds like and try to watch a minute and a half of it. It is oh, awesome. Like, like it's really well done. It is awesome. I don't know if a whole game is for me for that. I was actually just thrown that uh, Braden said it was Ashley Birch. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, which also explains a little bit of Borderlands 2 with uh, another Birch. Um, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. But um, It's all connected. There you go. The, the, the numbers, what do they mean? Um I forgot what I was going to say now. Shit. Well, it's coming Stuff out. things. What, March oh, 22nd? I, that was it. I can't imagine this will be an incredibly large game. No? I imagine this will maybe be like a like 12 to 15 hour campaign. Maybe. That would be perfect, actually. Yeah. That's I, I, I kind of like it if you can just go in and change up the campaign and have an almost, almost different game, if that makes sense. Ah, uh, yes. Like the different... If, if like roles change? Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a game developer. And I have no idea how games are made, but if they could do that, that'd be great. Like an actual game that is a D&D game that changes. Oh, I've said that. Uh, so it's coming out March 22nd next year. Uh, but things that aren't coming out next year are games that are already out. And coming out. Nope, already out. Already out because they've all got scores. So because it's been a slow news week, we decided, well, I decided that we'd sit down and have a look at what we think might be game of the year so far so far because we're three quarters of the way through the year what what perfect time at the old 75 percentile mark to have a look at the game my favorite percent that came out and what is going to be grabbing that game of the year chalice uh so of course covid has delayed many games until february next year when everyone decided all their games would come out you know what i don't know if it's just covid i think we've also hit that point with cyberpunk that everyone's okay with delaying games now Really? For the most part. For the most part? I think it's well, getting I mean, more and more common for it to be okay. Just today, CD Projekt Rec announced that Cyberpunk uh, PS5 is not coming out until next year now. Yeah, wow. Cool. Didn't That's you hear that, Brayden? I did not. Along with The Witcher. That's yep. hilarious. Yep. God, yeah. that game is you know what? screwed. Cool. Good on them. Well, Good on them for taking the time they need. They, they couldn't mess it up much worse. Yeah, true. So I have no problem with that. That was good. If they put it out again and it was fucked, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you imagine? Oh, I mean, the game itself, the like two hours that I played on stream, I, I found it quite empty. Having said that, I mean, I played it for a couple of hours. I, I was playing on PS5, had no problems. Yeah. I, I waited a long time when it was patched and shit. Oh, same here. Like I only played it a, a couple of weeks ago. And there were little glitches like text over each other and, and like NPCs being in one area. Then you travel to a different part of the city and they're there again as a different character. Like that sort of stuff. That just um, sounds like a normal Bethesda game, mate. But like the whole area, it wasn't, it's not a Bethesda game though. So Bethesda has that That's what I mean. Charm. It sounds like it. Oh, mm-hmm, does it? Uh, 
But the city, which was supposed to be vibrant and alive, was just empty. Yeah. There's like two people on the street. Anyway, uh, I went to our open... Well, I went to Open Critic because that's where our Fantasy League scores come from. We don't talk about that. Uh, we, well, <laughs> we specifically do talk about that. We, we Not anymore, talking, we don't. We will be talking about that as the uh, time draws near. But I will say that a winner has been decided in the uh, the Patreon Hack the Dino Fantasy League. Um, we'll reveal that winner towards the end of the year. Congratulations. You know who you are. You're in the chat right now. Well done. Uh, the host... Uh, league is up for grabs. No, it's not. <laughs> well, between Braden and I, it is. Yes. <laughs> Braden and I are still teetering like this. I think you got another. Yeah, I got 80. some more points, so it actually meant it. I meant that uh, I was a couple points ahead, even with you stealing Deathloop. Ooh. Anyway, so the game's be. coming. Been out this year. Let's not talk about fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to follow our fantasy critic, head on over to bit.ly backslash Dino Critic. Uh, number 10, it. I've got, uh, 10 of the, uh, the top 10, uh, console related games for this. I'm all out of sorts tonight. Uh, number 10 is Deathloop with an 88. They, all these scores are pretty much the same. Have you played Deathloop? I've not played Deathloop yet. <gasps> Me neither. Oh, good. Brayden? I cannot recommend highly enough the best video and discussion I've seen on Deathloop so far. It's on, uh, Nerd Cubes YouTube channel. Um, it's a let's play video that he does. Uh, in which uh, if you get about five, six minutes in and you're like, God, this is a really basic video. Um, the next minute is where you go, oh, that's what this video is. And then you can just enjoy the ride. I highly recommend it. Everyone okay. go check it out. What was... The, okay. And cool. I'll give you a hint. The game's called Deathloop. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Is that like a hula hoop? Yeah, definitely. That's <laughs> All it. right. Number it, nine. <laughs> Oh, jeez, okay. Just run straight through it. Go for it, Floppy. Number nine, we got uh, a 2021 remaster of Quake. Scoring? 88 again. So same as Deathloop. Mm. God damn. So that begs the question, should remakes and remasters be allowed? Uh, if I was making the rules, I'd say remakes, yes. Remasters, no. Yeah, I, I, I am of the similar. So remakes, you're, you're actually creating a whole new game. Remasters, yeah. you're sort of just up it and yeah, just a- adapting the, the control spread. Yeah, coat of paint and whatnot. Braden, you ever played Quake? Uh, I've never played it, but I've seen footage of it before and seeing it up like this, and it, it's still just, I can't play this game. It's just so freaking quick. What I we're up, looking I at now, playing this. Yeah, what we're looking at now is how I remember Quake looking. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't want to see what it actually looked like. Oh, that's the best thing. Nostalgia will make you think that things look so good. All right, well, now I'm bringing it up. Oh, no, don't do it. Why would you do that, Brady? Do it's like, you might as well just look up Goldeneye. But that's where uh, rocket jumping first came from. Yeah. And the, the titular um, rocket jump productions. Limited Run have a really awesome... Uh, physical edition. Physical edition of this in a big crate. It looks sick. I'm, just, I'm contemplating it. Do it. When are pre-orders end? I don't know. See, look at that. Perfect. Just squint your eyes. Yeah, crisp. But I mean, I also have a nostalgic connection to that because of Doom and all those things from Wolfenstein. But yeah. Mm. Anto is saying that it looks barely any different. It looks well, the he's exact correct. Same. Well done, Anto. That's why you're here. Uh, coming Whoa, in at number eight. That was fucking harsh, man. <laughs> Did you, Anto, are you okay with those 17 knives that just got stuck in your back? <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> oh okay hey look it's a distraction number eight is <laughs> death's door <laughs> i'd never heard of this really we've no. talked about this on the show we what the to... hell are you doing we, i know i just like raising him up now the bird one <laughs> you wait till we get to one of the other ones and i'm like i don't know what you're talking about uh it's a magpie it's clearly a magpie <laughs> it's an australian studio uh but yeah it's got an 88 i haven't played it very uh zelda like it's been compared to okay uh cool little game i've not played it it's on my list to play eventually how but... much is it uh, it's like 60 bucks. What did it score? Uh, 88. 88. Again? They're 88. Spoiler alert, they've all got 88 and 89. <laughs> all right, that's just how Open Critic works. Uh, so that got 88. Um, bird Hades, apparently. Bird Hades? It's Bird Hades. what Game Boy Dad said. It's Bird Hades. Cool. Well, now I want to play it even more. Look, at I like it's got the, an umbrella. I like the depth perception in it, like the, the focal point and mm-hmm. stuff. That looks cool. Brain, you haven't played this, have you? No, I have not, but I just enjoy watching the animation of it walking around with the umbrella. Yeah. One of my uh, one of my friends the other day bought a game called Ultimate uh, Horse Chicken Chicken Horse or something. It's weird. 
you should probably like it. Look at it. It's not going to make this list. What's, what, what's number seven, Floppy? <laughs> number seven. <laughs> number seven is Metroid Dead Dread with 88 again. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, okay. Metroid Dread. We've all heard my opinion on Metroid Dread. Uh, Anto, I think, shares my opinion of it being awesome. And it is definitely going to be considered as one of my game of the year so far. A lot of people have said that, and again, just Nintendo never wanted to make Metroid games because they don't sell well in the uh, in the uh, in Japan and um, sell moderately sell well? okay in in the Americas. Why don't they sell well in Japan? Like, is there a reason? I just don't know. Just never took. But now, Metroid Dread has been the top seller each week since it's come out, yeah. and making incredible amounts of money for them. So, I don't think this is the end of the series. Um, while it's an uh, ending of a story, I don't think it's the end of a series. Yeah, I'd be surprised it's done so well. It's so clean. It's so... Yeah. You can't stop it there. All right. Number six, also with an 88, is Monster Hunter Rise. Floppy, you play all the Monster Hunter games. Tell us about Monster Hunter Rise. <laughs> I think I told you I want to play all the Monster Hunter games. You own all of them. And never, ever play them. I always pick them up thinking I will, and then I realize how much of a time sink they are. I never have the balls to do it. So Monster Hunter, you, uh, you hunt monsters. To kill them to get parts of them to upgrade your weapons to be able to hunt the bigger monsters to be able to kill them to get parts from them to be able to upgrade your weapons to be able to kill bigger monsters to... do you want me to keep going i have heard that this is what the uh, like monster hunter is basically what the new pokemon's going to be like yes correct that's right you you kill the pokemon yeah uh oh um also if you have a playstation 4 or 5 copy of monster hunter you can uh, play as ryu or uh, as akuma can ryu yeah, Ryu and Akuma and Aloy, I think, was in one of them as well. I knew Aloy And Dante was. from Devil May Cry. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, they, and they come with their moves as well. Like, uh, they all do uh, Hadoukens and... They all, all do Hadoukens or just Ryu? Aloy does Hadoukens, it's yep. sick. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, where are we to? Number five. So number five, we've got Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, also 88. Uh, Brayden, did you want to throw some comments on... Is this going to be your game of the year? Oh yeah, baby! I honestly think this will be game of the year. I I can I can see it topping a lot of lists, um, especially depending on how the next month and a half goes. Um, but yeah, I I just th- this game is just so well polished. It's just so much fun. The worlds are so interesting. The characters are fun to interact with. The writing's fun. The worlds are amazing. The gameplay is tried and true. Classic Ratchet and Clank. Um, it's visually just freaking stunning um and it shows off what the ps5 is capable of i think it it ticks all the boxes i'm with you on every part of that i i think this week if you ask me right now i've got metroid above it though Ooh. really yeah Ooh. I, I can't put it down man but do you think that'll sort of continue on with i that? don't know that's why i said this week oh okay this I week gotcha. this week i'm sitting on metroid who knows who knows what it is next time? Yeah. Stay tuned next fortnight where we discover what Floppy's playing and thinks is great next. Yeah. Uh, speaking of great, It Takes Two got an 89 and is now number four top game of the year. Now, It Takes Two was... What's his name? Joseph... Um, oh, the guy who said fuck the Oscars, Oscars at the Game Awards and, and did... Um, anyway, uh, it, it's a two-player couch co-op game where... Uh, Family's uh, mum and her dad are going through a divorce, so the little kid wishes that her dolls, who are representations of her parents, got along. And then you're up, you're you're playing those dolls in a fantasy world in a co-op to uh, finish the story. Man, that's actually adorable. Uh, yeah, everyone who's played it said it's a great game. Uh, the the creator has come out and said it's proof that people still want two player co-op couch co-op games, which I think is yes, absolutely, hundred yeah, percent. You know how many people I have asked me um, for. Co-op, couch co-op games and I was, I'm like mm, Borderlands mm, Unravel just come up to your street in the street yeah hey you yes you you hey, with the hat you guy over there with the cool shirt and the nice hair uh, do you like games the guy next to you <laughs> my, my beard is hair anyway I keep telling yourself that but yes it's yak it hair is. it's stuck on Shit. Uh, <laughs> was that three. your comment nope. on this show? Or? Yep. <laughs> yes, it is. We are losing it, so I just want to run through this so we can Number get three, the we got Psychonauts 2 on the Xbox One and the X and the X. S with an 89. Once again, I haven't played this. Brayden, you have though, haven't you? Uh, yes, I've, I've played the start of it and I've watched someone else play more of it. Um, Anto did a very excited woo uh, as you said that this was up here. 
Um, because yeah, it, I I I would never knew about Psychonauts before this year, and I I highly recommend it because it's weird as shit. Yeah, and I think I think it's very creative with what they do, and I mean it. it this does feel like a PS2 game, but that's, <laughs> it's part of the charm. That's it's it, kind of I it's don't a mind that to a PS2 game. I don't, that's not necessarily a bad thing if they can update control schemes and it still feels like a PS2 game. Like yeah, whatever. That's I mean, cool. it, it's very pretty, and like I think, I think they are some of the most creative games because I, I just didn't, I didn't think they would make a game where the level is, like, oh my god, the levels in these games are so freaking weird, dude. <laughs> Was there something about a milkman or the milkman the uh, conspiracy from the first one? Um, oh, okay. In this one, there's a, uh, there's a casino which then. Uh, it becomes hospital themed, so it's a hospital casino. It's yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's That's good though. Way of the future. Casinos everywhere for everyone. Uh, coming in at number two was that classic game for the PC and Switch that everyone loved and played and enjoyed. And Floppy's going to tell us all about uh, Buster Fellows. Floppy, never heard of it. Sure, you have. This is this is one of your game of the year. Mm. Tell us about Buster Fellows. Don't know what you're talking about. Never heard of it. Brayden. Anime. <laughs> anime hair. If you like visual novels and a bunch of protagonists that appear in every other anime game that was ever invented, <laughs> then you'll like Buster Fellows, where a mysterious thing happens and it's up to you to find out what's going on in the uh, glittering city of New Sieg. I've seen that movie. I mean, that anime. I mean, that book, that comic, that game. Yeah, what? I don't know. Guy from Limbo. This, okay. for some, some reason, is... Uh... I've never heard of this. Like, I legit no. have not heard of this no. until I saw it there. That's why I put it there. I went, what is this game? I haven't even looked at what it is. Anywhere in the chat, has anyone heard of Buster Fellows? If, if I think it's one just per- a visual novel. $20 of Ben's money to the first person that's actually heard of it. Yeah, well, you have to have money to be able to send money. So he'll give you a Pokemon game. Floppy's Pokemon game. No, you won't. I've only got, like, three. And number one. Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury, or plus no. Bowser's Fury. No, say it correctly. Cross Bowser's Fury. No. Plus Bowser's Fury. Thank you. <laughs> I freaking loved this game. That was fun. I had almost forgotten that I played that this year. Oh, I should say it's fun if you don't mind playing it with your child. Who... Oh, I didn't play it with someone else, mate. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, I love my family. <laughs> That's right, which is why I don't play games with them. <laughs> <laughs> ruins families uh, no this was great this was like fantastic fun Mario game and Bowser's Fury Fury was also very very cool polished great game just on its own yep agreed uh, I think this was a prototype for what they're going to do with the next Mario Odyssey or something oh, 100% um, can you imagine that in a, a larger world they just have gated areas and then you unlock uh, the design was fantastic I really loved it really loved it uh, I do not see it being the game of the year? <laughs> like, no, no, I don't see I, Honestly, I, I don't think it'll be on many people's lists for game of the year. What? No. It's like 2017 game? <laughs> yeah, I know. Who would have thought? But no one played it until 2021, so it's okay. Yeah, fair. Uh, one thing I don't like is Tanuki Mario doesn't have giant testicles. So there you go. Inaccurate. Um, what? You seen a Tanuki? Brayden, can you bring up pl- a, you're a playing picture a of a child? Do we nother- really need to? You're playing I mean- a whole other game of Animal Crossing that I don't know about. <laughs> Look up a picture of a tanuki for me. I'm good. I feel like we don't need to do this. I don't need to see Tom's nooks. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was Giga Bells, not Giga Balls. We've been hacked the dino. You've been you. Unless you've been someone else, in which case, stop that. That's naughty. Don't. I think it's illegal. Body snatchers, March. Unless you want to be Batman, always be Batman. Identity theft. Don't do it. I've been Ben Rosenthal. Um, I talk words with my mouth, but I'm not the only one in this show who talk does that. Shit with you, there, are, there are others, <laughs> such as the jerk next to me, but also Brayden. Hello. Oh, he's talking about me. Very nice. What do you have things you'd like to plug with your voice? I do, but I was expecting you to do floppy first because I'm still bringing up. No, hey, hey, I, I can say that you know, um, fuck floppy. Uh, what, what would you like to plug? I would love to plug a movie podcast that I do with my friends, Millennial Movie Talk. Mm. It's a weekly movie podcast. Um, in which uh, four to five of us uh, sit around and talk about movies. 
um, and TV shows and stuff because, you know, Squid Game is the biggest thing in the world at the moment. Over 200 million viewers. I am halfway through the last episode. Please don't spoil it for me. Uh, Don't spoil it for me because Mikhail and I are only up to the fifth episode. I'll spoil it for everyone. It was all a dream. (laughs) Um, but uh, they've also been uh, going over the Daniel Craig Bond movies as of late, because um, the new one comes out soon. Um, classic callouts. We've had some new ones. Uh, we did what was Dog- the latest one? Uh, we did Dog Day Afternoon, and then the most recent one was The Bodyguard. Oh, why? The Bodyguard's not that. Yes, it is. No, no whatever you think it is, it's worse. <laughs> it's... Um, what do you think of Dog Day? Uh, Dog Day was excellent. I really liked it. Um, it's a bit of a hard watch, though. It's pretty hard. There's zero music in it, other than like like in in world. I yeah. loved it. I thought it was really interesting. But um, yeah, it's it's a it's a fun show. I like what, doing it. What's it's, your next one? It's a good time. Uh, next one is uh, American Graffiti. <gasps> oh boy! You're going from a world with no music to a movie where all of the music is from the world. Okay, yeah, holy cool. smokes, dude, you are in for a treat. Yeah. That is a fantastic film. The film's soundtrack is the cars, radios, shops playing music. It is everything. It is not... It is, oh, now, good man. I'm American, a sucker for that. American Graffiti was the film George Lucas made before or after Star Wars to brush up. Was it before? Before. Yeah. Before. before I believe uh, he made THX 1138. Yep. No, THX, then it was Star Wars, then it was American Graffiti. No, American Graffiti was before really? Star Wars, I think. Yes. Uh, Fact check. Or, no, was it after Star Wars? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was before it was, Star Wars because ah, that's where he met Harrison Ford. Keyboard isn't letting I'll me I'll look it up. He was, he was, he'd met Harrison Ford on there and didn't particularly want to use him again because he'd already used him in American Graffiti and then used him in Star Wars anyway. Um, but, yeah. Oh, fun fact. THX 1138, his first film, he works that title into most of his films. Uh, in American Graffiti, it's the... Number plate. Sorry, Ben's being an arsehole. I also if you, my shit. if you do go if you do go what, check out because you're there, spouting out knowledge that everyone knows. I didn't know. Even that. the basic high schooler knows didn't it. Know it. If you check out Millennium Movie basic. Talk on YouTube oh, yeah, and not on podcasts, uh, you get to see the camera angle, which is just a GoPro strapped to my head. Oh, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It's Why I don't not? know. Alex really wanted to do it, and you know what? I'm here for it. Uh, American Graffiti, George Lucas's last film before Star Wars. There you go. Um, yeah, it's a great film. Great Absolutely. film. Wonderful. Star Wars. I, I have actually got it. Do you have yeah. a copy of it, Braden? I've got it in my uh, collection there. I have it too. I don't think Braden heard us. Sorry, I zoned out. He was listening to it. <laughs> he <himself>. zoned out. <laughs> I, I was like, I was closing that and I was trying to get the keyboard to work again. And then I was like, okay, wait, did I close the wrong thing? Anyway, Floppy, what do you do? Uh, no, no, Anto, what do you do? Uh, well, speaking I'm of the mic. Be polite and, and let Floppy. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't worry about Floppy. Uh, so. For those who aren't aware, um, I do all the social media stuff for Hack the Dino. So I deal with uh, Instagram, I deal with Facebook, Twitter. Uh, I will be doing some stuff on YouTube eventually. I'm going to spend most of tomorrow dedicating myself to learning how to edit video. Um, And I occasionally, and in future, will be doing streams solo on the channel. Um, When Pokemon Brilliant Diamond comes out, I will be streaming that once a week for a couple of hours a night. uh, Because I've never played Pokemon Diamond, so that's going to be fun. But yeah, I do social media stuff and occasionally I turn up here. <laughs> you idiots. Floppy like kids 12. in the back of the car. <laughs> Mommy, punch me! Uh, you can see my things. Um... Oh, gross! <laughs> That's not what you said last he, You can night. actually, he's not wearing pants. <laughs> Imagine that. Man, I'm going to oh, do that one, Sean. Man, is, oh. this what, is this what your things look like? <laughs> I just, just imagine it and I throw up a little bit. Uh, yeah, so bad game arts over on Instagram. I uh, find really awesome video game art and I put it up because it's really bad. It's so, so we can bad. see Abadox there, <laughs> the deadly inner war. He doesn't have a spine, which is how he's able to shoot a gun with his knee. Um, yeah, what is the fuck? <laughs> there you Whoa! Can see. <laughs> and you can see there Loki. This is Loki <laughs> season two. When he was a ballet dancer warrior. <laughs> yep. And then you can see Sylvie going for his big old boob. Just go wow. on the grab. Uh, then you can see Base Wars, where they don't like legs. All the robots playing Base Wars, they hate people with legs, as you can see in the background there. Just beating up the robot with the legs so they have cool little wheels or sources Base like Wars. them. Um, what you else gonna, we got, got another one? Scat! <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> bad game art. That's bad game art with an S on the end because bad game art was already taken. Special cybernetic attack. How much do you want to bet they came up with the name Scat? Well, that seems funny. Let's figure out... 
something that it can mean. And they come up with special subordinates you could attack team. Well, do I have any others other than that? I purposely chose some really funny ones. Oh, yeah, Mega Man Mega 3, Man's... where he's just shooting some guy in the junk. Oh! Why is Castle Grayskull in is the background? supposed to be a Lech Man? I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about now. I'm sure it's a Lech Man. Is that Master Chief? <laughs> <laughs> Master Chef is his name. And, yeah. <laughs> That's real? Ninja Scooter <laughs> Simulator. <laughs> What is up with that off-road tyres on that scooter? And yes, this was a real game. It looked like donuts. Honestly, oh. it has been an absolute goldmine these past two weeks. That is unreal. Oh, fantastic. Was there one before that? I can't remember. I, I think that was... No, that, Personally, that was... my favourite one is the bad Akuma you put up. Future Wars. Adventures in Time. And there's uh, like not funny. a guy with... Uh, a li- what I liked about Future Wars is that you've got sort of quasi-futuristic uh, um, and stuff, and then you've got good old Christian man there that Braden's highlighting. Yep. Then you've got a wolf. Just yeah, a wolf. That's wolf weird. in the future. Cyber wolf. you got bloody Noah up there, that's and then a wolf. Weird. Anyway, bad game arts. You should follow me on there. Uh, also, Mr. Benjamin, and uh, also uh, at uh, Ben Rosenthal on Twitter. Floppy. Yes, mate. Go to hell. Uh, we've been... <laughs> you've been playing. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Floppy Plays Games, where I throw up photos of uh, cool stuff that I picked up. I'm playing. I'm gonna play. Uh, that's my latest one, I believe. I think that's the latest one I put up. A couple of Wii games that I picked up: some Resident Evil and some Trauma Center. If you want to be like an anime surgeon, that was pretty cool. Uh, that was my latest find. That was like really freaking cool. So pretty. That was my first ever boxed Pokemon game. Yeah, it's a good one too. I even like have water. it in a uh, in a, a plastic. Good. Uh, that one goes for close to 300 bucks, I think. Oh, look at that. You commented on mine. I did it. Woo. Yeah, Woo. there I am. Giving you that comment. There you go. You're welcome. Yeah, go over there. Check out some of the stuff that i played. Oh, have you played Sayonara Wild I haven't yet? played it yet, but I have picked it up finally because it went super cheap and I'm just like, I know, I've heard so much about it. I loved it. it. I played it when it first came out on Apple Arcade. Yeah. Loved it up until the part where, Anto will know, but the one where it's a beat rhythm game mm-hmm. and the stage changes to the beats. I don't. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Uh, I couldn't get past that, so I. My favorite. quit. No spoilers. Mm-hmm. Is the one with fighter jets and swords. Yep. That just sounds Checks cool, out. man. It's amazing. Yeah. If anyone hasn't played that, they seriously need to. I really like the art style. So. Mm. Yeah, uh, the soundtrack's awesome as well. Oh, I got my first ever boxed NES game too. That's right. That was last weekend, wasn't it? Yep. Doctor Mario. Not the greatest condition, but. Uh, Doesn't matter. For the price that I paid, I was like, box NES game of Doctor Mario. Honestly, I prefer getting my box stuff that have been enjoyed. Because yeah. it's got a history, it's got a story behind it. Yeah. Um, getting these, like getting these pristine things, yeah, that's great and all, but it hasn't been loved. Whereas that's clearly been in someone's collection. Yeah, someone's and played it's been the loved, shit out of that. And you've saved it from like a garbage heap. Mm-hmm. No, that that's that's what they should be. I, yeah. I love those old tacky. So that was pretty cool. I've been dog-eared boxes. Yeah, right into the old uh, older. Uh, lots of Nintendo stuff lately, actually. Good, good. Despite their, despite their bad company can non-consumer friendly practices, ah, bah humbug. That they're only just doing now <laughs> and never before. Yeah, that's right, Ben. Anyway, not like every other consumer friendly company. We've been hacked the dino. You've been so very lovely, um, and I'd just like to say, until next time, uh, hail Satan. <laughs>